It's okay, Chris. I'm telling you. Everything will be fine. This time next week, you'll be thinking roses and petals, roses and petals. God damn it. All right, folks, I'm sorry. I know this isn't a good way to start off a video, but sometimes, you know. Have you ever went to flip your hat around and then you poke yourself in the eye, folks? Because I just did that. (laughs) Right? Like, just like that. (laughs) No, I'm getting emotional about it. Oh, God, that hurt, man. Seriously, have you ever flipped your hat around and poked yourself in the eye? I mean, no one ever talks about that because they just, you know, they want to keep it to themselves. They want to keep it private. And that's bullshit. I don't think, I don't think anybody wants to be known as, as that guy. You know, Chris, this could very well lead into a very serious subject I'd like to talk about. And I know yourself, you've been wanting to talk about this too. Keeping things to themselves. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of going out in Hollywood and certain people are starting to come out of the woodworks. But I, I think maybe that really isn't, I, I want to say this, I don't want to say save the best for last because <clears throat> I feel like the hints that we, that I've kind of sent to you and that you really started last night, can, this could be horror, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Cars, that'll be a special one coming up soon because I'm still, well, I don't need to go there, but that'll be a special one coming up soon. Music, God, I don't think it's really this topic, but man, it's hard not to f- think about music. Random shit. Yeah, random shit that relates to all this, I think. I think are we on the same page, I think? I believe so. All right. Well, other than poking yourself in the eye, how are you doing? <laughs> How's your weekends been going so far? You know, I'm going to die here soon. Yeah, but I'm choking. My eyes are poked out and all sorts of fucked up, but I'll power through. Yeah, you'll get over the dying part, but the eyes poking your eye. Yeah. I got an eye thing. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. have Have you been dealing with the heat? That's a stupid question, but it seems like when it's hotter than hell, everybody has to say something like I just did. How are you dealing with the heat? Uh, really, there's no uh, good thing to say about it. It just <laughs> is what it is. You got you to get through it. Unless you're a lizard. Speaking of which, last night, I, I was just curious to see how it felt out there. This is about 12 o'clock in the, in the morning. Mm. And here where we live in Ohio, uh, near Dayton, Montgomery County, you don't really hear like bullfrogs. Would you agree to that, Chris? I mean, just loud frog sounds, unless you're by a creek or a river. I, d- I do. Really? I live right next to a, a reserve. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. We get all types of shit coming over in, in my yard. I've now, had a couple dogs eat, eat frogs. I bet they do. <laughs> I found out that that's not good for them. Really? <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, they can be poisonous. They can, they can hurt your dogs. Well, 
I mean, toads. Uh, I should be not frogs. To toads. Toads. God, and it's like Major Shark Week, and we're talking about frogs and how I wanted this. I, you got me thinking I'm an idiot. I know you you live close to reserve, and I don't live that far from technically one. I guess you could say Taylorsville. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I just I was I, like I said, I just stepped up there, and I was hearing like. Man, that frog is loud, and I don't. I'm not used to hearing that. I don't, it's just been so hot and humid here lately. Yeah, they're. I think they're just coming out of the woodworks more often. I used to have a dog that uh, he would pick it up. He'd try to hold it in his mouth for a minute, and then he'd spit it out because he realized it wasn't good. And then he'd pick it up again, and he'd hold it in his mouth, see if it tasted any different. He did that about 19 times. I was like, it still tastes the same, don't it, bud? <laughs> now, maybe you might remember this, and I'm sure you do, if, 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 if your girls have done the same. When Zach was a baby, I remember we took him to one of my favorite, unfortunately it's closed now, down in Sharonville, a little suburb between Dayton and Cincinnati. And there's this restaurant called Burbank's. Actually, Burbank, Gary Burbank was a part of... Uh, a uh, very popular, huge to this day radio station, more on an AM format, 700 WLW. Well, he had a three from three to six show on there. But anyways, doesn't matter. His restaurant, Burbank's, it was oh so good. Barbecue. If you love seafood, they had great seafood there. And I'm not a seafood person, mm -hmm. but I just know from friends they love their seafood. And I better shut up because now I'm going to get depressed and then I'm going to start crying because I'm going to miss Burbank's. But anyways, Zach, he's not even a uh, close to a year because he's sitting in the high chair and we give him a lemon. That's he's, it's not going to hurt him, but he just was like, and then he put and he tastes, he did it about a dozen times and we're, we're laughing because we know it's not hurting him. He's not having an allergic reaction, but it's like, Zach, why you keep on, Oh, maybe it's good. Yeah, it's like they, <laughs> yeah my, my kids did the same thing. It's like they hope it tastes different the second, third, fourth, <laughs> fifth time. It's like it's going to be the same. <laughs> and that's why I'm drinking a Coke because Zach's here and he's got to go back to his mom's later. And Which reminds me, this is actually, Chris and I, you and I said we were probably going to have to push the content up a little bit more. Maybe not have every, have every episode on Thursdays. So this... Uh, this is not going to be a Thursday release, I would think. I don't know. I, I think we're going to have to push it up. That being said, I forgot to do our typical intro. Yes, that's right. It's me, Scott. Of course, the guy to my side. Chris. There we go. And you're definitely meeting us down here in the man cave where this podcast has reached over 10 episodes so far. I know because I got that stamp. I shared it with the world. All four of you were intrigued. <laughs> Hey, you know, you know, we hit we hit the ground running, man. That's right. We, we gotta we're getting a handle on this thing. And I'm telling you, if you're just now stumbling across this podcast, video or audio, you've been missing out. Then again, you can always go back and check out our catalog because it kicks ass. Chris gets emotional sometimes when he pokes himself in the eye, and Fuck. we do talk about other things in the weather and Mother Nature. In fact, oops, something just fell. I should get to it. Chris is probably really emotional about what's sitting next to me. I am. So we should probably get Look right into that, don't you think? Hell Maybe yeah, you could see it. Off. I kind of dimmed the lighting more for this just because I wanted to tease. That hair is pretty smexy. Yeah. Yes, horror related, which leads into, of course, <clears throat> those damn masks. 
This is one. Of the, this is a special one. I did an unboxing, which I haven't done in a long time on that other YouTube channel. Yeah, that guy that I'm you excited. see stumble across, right? I'm excited to see that. All right, Chris, I've been rambling on way too much. Maybe you could help me out here a little bit on where this mask is from. And I think you're more of a specialty on this right here. Do you want to give away like it's a WMP? Obviously, people know from the, the title, right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so Just Mr. go Chris with Morgan. your flow. Um, I, I don't know how to get into that, but... I, you know, I just, I wanted to give a little something back to you. And I really, I really wanted to see another unboxing. So I thought it'd be a good content thing. Ooh, that looks good. I'm trying. Damn. I, it's sitting on a tripod and the legs are in the way. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, Sorry. I have a lot of orders in with Chris and uh, I just decided let's, Let's pick this one up, and I brought it brought it over to your house yesterday, and wanted to give it to you. And I'm still just like uh, in shock for so many reasons. First of all, it was totally unexpected. You know, you 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 get something out of the blue like that. You know, when you don't order it, it's what the. And of course, I'm like, man, you didn't have to do that, which I highly appreciate it. This is an amazing you know, gift. It's, Scott uh, is doing all the editing on these videos. I mean, sometimes I feel bad about it, and you know, sometimes you just gotta show friends that they're appreciated. That's all it boils down to for me. Well, I'm still thinking you big time. Good though, man. This is truly. I feel like he's talking to the mic right now. Yeah. But I'm trying to give uh, at least a decent angle, not trying to. Because that's one thing when it comes to podcasts. I don't, uh, well, even in, when I do these masks, you know, my point is I'm not going to Photoshop this shit. It's just ridiculous. You, don't, you shouldn't have to Photoshop amazing work. Yeah, there's a bright light shining, but still. That's a, bad, that's, that's a badass mask. Oop, hair tickled me. You got poked in the eye and I got tickled by the hair. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> what? What size would you say that is? I have not tried this on, mainly because I don't really need to. I mean, maybe I will. Um, uh, and then one of the reasons why I'm not trying on because of the just eh. my guess, it's a, like a 24. Um, okay. If it, it just you know when you see a lot of 24s, 24, it, you just kind of like know it right off the bat. Um, and by the way, Chris, you know, I I, I asked you yesterday. Should I just say this is a WMP, you know, White Mass Productions? You know, because I knew, yes. obviously, from the box what it was, but I didn't know what it was. Right. What model? What, well, the title of it, I exactly. guess. Exactly. WMP, it's known as the Economy 78, which is a kind of a special line that Chris is running to try to help people out that maybe they can't afford, like, the premium mass dollar prices so they're he's he's offering uh retools of his old his old masks and they i think i think this is the ghost 78 that he retooled and brought back out as as his uh economy line oh. i i think that's a joke because that's 
not a fucking that's not an economy mask dude that's a no. good looking mask <laughs> i am for the life of me trying to figure out what is it about this mask other than your own pocketbook that's about it because the quality no, just... of this mask when i do unboxings that one thing it does come back to me you're kind of at awe you want to mm -hmm. talk more about what you have in your hand because naturally there's a party that wants to show everyone first before you really look at it. But then when you start looking at it, you're kind of like you're lost for words. That's what I have difficulty with. And I forgot to, and I, I privately, I told you this, Chris, I forgot to do this on the unboxing and I'll do it here. Cause I, it all started I can with, smell it. yeah, I can smell it right now. Oh yeah. It's got that sexy, uh, yeah, I'm not a, um, a generic mask smell. It's got that a true artist takes care of, because the, they love what they do, and they don't want to send you out a true artist, a respectable mm -hmm. artist. Got them upside down, sorry, because I'm still smelling it. Yeah. <laughs> a respectable artist, they care about what they're doing. They don't want to send out poor quality of work, and from what I understand... You yourself, from being a customer from the present and the past with Chris Morgan of White Mass Production, it, if you wouldn't mind telling me that story about one that's probably over your uh, right shoulder, yeah, how Chris gave you a, a decent deal because he didn't think it was quality enough for him. In other words, oh. from his standards. Yeah, I can go grab that, actually. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Do, 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 do. I don't know why I had Star Wars in my head. <laughs> hey, Star Wars and Myers, I think it goes hand in hand for all of us, you know, horror and sci-fi geeks. I, I was I was humming Star Wars, the bar scene. I don't know why. <laughs> all right, this this is uh, so he got the uh, the mold for the ninety nine K. Oh yeah, and he retooled it a bit, and um. He renamed it to the 99M for Morgan. But this mask, I actually have two copies of this one. Because okay. one of them I wanted the, uh, you know, the pristine version to display over there. And this is the one I actually wear because he, I, this came out as a flawed copy. I, I don't think the camera's going to pick it up. But there's you a never small... Know blemish on the nose right here. <laughs> I'm Small laughing because right that's a... there. He calls it a flawed copy, which this is what he do. He does when he, when he makes his masks, if he, if he gets a pull that he doesn't agree with, or somebody isn't happy with a mask or anything like that, he brings it back and he offers it as a, at a discount and calls it a flawed copy. But <laughs> The one Scott's holding right now is an economy, and this one's a flawed. <laughs> so, which I just think is hilarious. Here's a quick look at how the uh, thunderstorms are rolling there. It's uh... a... <laughs> <laughs> I lost you. Are you a complete loser? Well, go open a can of Meet Us in the Man Cave beer. It friggin' tastes awesome. Drink responsibly. Only available at Bubba.
Chris. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Uh, my power just went out for a second. That's why yeah, I lost I, connection. I tried to keep it going. Okay, good, good, I good. To, I had to keep talking. Okay, cool. Awesome. Sorry about that. Um, so, folks, I had a technical difficulties, but thankfully Chris kept it going. So what I miss, obviously, other than you, obviously, stating that, because I, last I heard, that was the one that, you have worn, in fact, there's a photo, uh, photos that you've shared other than what you're mm -hmm. doing now, but, uh, what were you saying? Or were you saying anything at all because you're in character? I was just saying how funny I think it, that's the economy and, uh, this is a flaw. <laughs> I still find it fucking hilarious. You know, now that I think about, yeah, that it is. Cause I've, I've seen the mask that you're wearing now in person and I'm trying to figure out the flaw Oh, well, maybe it was, who knows? Uh, if, if Chris Morgan was here, he could obviously explain why. Um, but as a collector, as a fan, I could, I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying this. I was looking at it. I was like, I don't get it. I thought it was just personally like this one here. And you guys could tell, I'm sure that it's actually weathered, of course, underneath the nose. And... That's what I personally would want to have if Chris asked me, hey, what would you want on it? But like I, the advice that I give in my unboxing towards the end, if you really love what the artist does, or if you've at least seen enough photos from the artist, my best advice to any collector out there, tell the artist in the beginning, just do your magic because you have faith in what they do. And Chris Morgan with White Mass Production has been doing this for so long you're not going to fail even with a flaw. I'm telling you, it literally, it, to me, even as a, I want to say a seasoned veteran when it comes to these masks, it just, to me, it just looks part of the character, the weathering on that, on the nose. But maybe it, it, it there's, there's reasons behind it. I'm not going to put words in the man's mouth, but my advice to any of you out there that's just getting started and you've been following an artist for a long time, and you've never, you know, purchased a mask from that artist, just tell them at first, just do your magic. You know, I'm telling you what, you're going to love the results even more so because you're going to be overwhelmed with, holy crap, if this is what he could do by surprising me, then the things that he or she, I should say, could do with the special request would be even probably more than you would ever expect. So that's, that, just, that's what I would tell everyone. It's funny, man. Yeah, White Mass Productions, Econo 78, and it obviously has his signature on it in 2023. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty mask, man. And you know, it sits on the subject of this mask. As I look at it, and Chris, you, you, like you said, you wonder what size it is. I would say about a 24 because I have some 24s. It looks about identical in the size. Uh, the, I want to rephrase on the pole. The thickness on this is definitely, this is nothing economy. It doesn't, it doesn't even feel like it would be in an economy mask. It's now, thick, okay, right? I'm not going to insult trick-or-treat studios it's an affordable mass let's face it they're killing it when it comes to the last trilogy with so many people being fans of that mask okay mm -hmm. 
but the, the it's apples and oranges. I'm not comparing. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying the quality of the latex is so much more superior. He's got a he's got a great formula. He actually, he actually was selling it at one point. Like I said, I'll even put how you can you know find him on Facebook and Instagram on how you can contact uh, you know Chris Morgan White Mass Productions. And the beauty of it is, once you pay for like an economy mask, which you were saying to me last night, it's not just what you see here from a 78. Oh, there's an H6 as well. He, uh, I believe he retooled his reigning red, which was, I think that was a 2016 mask. I don't remember exactly, but he brought that back as well. I'm seeing the phone scene right now. <clears throat> kind of. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy because it's it's it, it, it's a former premium mask that he's just bringing back now in 2023, and he's calling it an economy mask. I mean, it's still a premium mask. And when you're an H1 fan like me, you know I'm the guy who's made it very clear. If you've been watching me long, Chris has had to hear it long, more than a few times. To me, Halloween, the original one's good enough. So I'm obviously. <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I, why should I bother? But that I'm just, I'm not, yeah, I guess I'm trying to sell it. But I, what I'm saying is you said it. I just can't figure out the economy thing on it. No, there's, there's not. He's just, it's kind of like his, like <sighs> giving back to the community, just like his love letter to the community. He's trying, he, he really cares about the community and he just wants to help people out. I, I'm not trying to insult anybody else, but it's just, you know, everybody, when they see something with these, these masks, you, you're going to see it. Maybe somebody else. It's kind of like looking at, Ooh, I see a dinosaur, you know, from the clouds and nobody else sees it, but you, <laughs> um, for, I was doing something as you were talking, I'm like, why does this kind of give me this phone scene vibe right now? I don't see it, but maybe it's how I was holding it. But yet there's other fantastic artists out there that are sculpting a mask to give it a phone scene look and Chris gave it to you in an economy version. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. If you had a blue light, you'd probably nail it there. I have the H six, 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 which I believe was a, a variation of the reigning red over there. I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, but I think that might be close to what you're going to get over there. If you go with the H six option. Well, for you H six fans out there, Granted, if I can grab that. Um, as he's getting that, and I know I, Chris is very much a huge fan of the H6 mask, and I know there's thousands and thousands of fans who are huge fans of the H6 mask. I mean, I myself, I have one down here in my Detoff uh, that was created by, and, and I believe Terry Lambert still makes the damn. But I've seen Morgan's. Morgan is kind of known for his H6, you know. I mean, granted, yeah, he could be over H1s, no doubt about it. But he's kind of known because his love for the H6, so he puts a lot into it. So if you're wanting like a screen-accurate type of H6, well, looky there. This one's cool. I like this one. This is actually a, a Morgan Morgan's Blank, I believe, but Rick Ramby finished this, this oh. one. Oh, I think a lot of collectors out there and fans know that you can't go wrong with Rick Ramby's work. No, his hair is just, it's great. I'm going to try it. to put him back. Uh, oh, and uh, I, I want to make sure that I make this clear. 
Because, in fact, I'll bring it up now as Chris is showing that. Uh, I, I got a, somebody left a comment on one of my old videos. And it was a good question. I'd love to bring this up in like a, a live stream, which uh, I'll talk about that with Chris here in a moment, publicly here to everyone. Somebody asked the question, do you have to buy a Michael Myers mask from somewhere else and then get a rehaul? And also, how much does it cost to get it rehauled? Okay, I'm going to go back to cost real quick. Now, to respect the artist Chris Morgan, this is kind of an unwritten rule. When you're asking certain prices publicly like this, I'm going to tell yes. you, you're going to have to go to the artist. Whether it's someone who creates it from scratch, you know, in other words, you got a sculpting artist that either sculpts it himself or has a master mold that he, I hate to say the word retools because, you know, he's basically refining his art anyways, and then creates a mask. And then, you know, in other words, he, he gives it birth and then makes it look good, right? That's what Chris Morgan does here, right? Now, for what you will pay, in general public, to have a mask rehauled, and I'm not shunning anyone, because Lord knows I've done tons of rehauls. But what you pay for a rehaul, I'm telling you right now, from what I've heard from others and what from my well, from what I have witnessed on Instagram, this is cheaper than what I paid for a, from an independent artist or artist back in 2017. Yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I mean, you could you could honestly have three or four of those. <laughs> for some, I, I don't want to go any, any further. I'm a fan of the side portrait. I don't know why. I just am. It looks great. It's an H1. I mean, anybody that's a fan of Halloween, they're like, yeah, duh. That's an H1. Well, here, here's something interesting. What you got there, I think, is the retool of the, of the version one, and I have the version two. So let's see. Okay. Because it's technically still a ghost. He just. Redid it. He retooled it as well. So as Chris is getting that, even though I tend to over-talk Chris all the time, I just beat myself up with that constantly. But yes, my, my recommendation, and I don't know if I really answered that question, what that gentleman asked, you're going to have to do your research. If you want to find out, uh, social media, as we all know, is king. Go to Facebook. Go to Instagram. Start asking questions. Be careful when you go on to eBay because there's a lot of individuals, and this has been known throughout so many years, you're going to see overpriced masks on eBay. So ask around, and when it comes to rehauls, every artist is going to charge you a different price. Okay. Now, that right there is, what is this particular, this is a. This is the ghost. God damn, it looks two. like an H2 almost. These ghost masks, man. I mean, they have. So much character to him. To that me. looks so. That looks. It does. It's like it's like a hybrid between a, a one and a two. You know, but, but that's me. That's me. Everybody sees these masks differently. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I could see an H one, but there's just the way you're turning it. Sometimes I see Dick Warlock in it. You know, and that's what's so. That's what's just so. That's why we. That's why we get so damn hard over these masks. <laughs> No, right? There you go, folks. We've said we were going to start, you know, doing horror, and we'd talk about latex. Lord knows we have, but now we're really talking about it. I love that one right there. Oh, yeah. It could turn it again the other way. Is there something about it that... This way? Uh, like he's looking towards... Holy. 
Yeah, just a little bit more. Oh, yeah, right there. There's just something about that for me, for me. Oh, yeah. Great, man. I should be a little bit more. There we go. I don't know. I I have this 45-degree angle thing. You'll probably notice that when you see a certain cars video. (laughs) I just love the 45-degree angles. (laughs) It gives it more of a two-dimension. You know, looking at them, that just shows the difference, like, he did with creating a, a version two. He took it so far back and, sa- and changed so many features. I normally try I to look know. more it's into just, the, oops, sorry. It's, it's phenomenal. Well, now it's obvious. It's just, this is the lazy approach to saying, well, the H2 because the difference, the color and the hair, you know? I mean, that's the lazy approach for me, but it, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to, you know, and that's probably why Chris has so many white mass productions because he just can't decide which angle he likes, what color he likes, what. <laughs> he's he's a student of the game as well, man. He's been doing it for twenty five plus years. He's still going. And the beauty of it is, if you want to hear Chris Morgan talk about some history when it comes to white mass production, um, from like raining from the raining red to all that. <laughs> Uh, his podcast is still available. It's there's some old recordings, but it's still fun to listen to. And that's uh, Halloween Unmasked. Is that correct, Chris? Oh, he's still busy oh, showing it. Off. Trying to get it to pick up. No, do it again. Um, I was trying to keep nah. in mind your camera looks it, the quality it picks up is pretty damn good. Because right now I'm thinking, well, it's kind of dark, but when I when I start doing the post on it, it all looks just clear as a bell. I got a mass graveyard over here. It's Halloween Unleashed, correct? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, folks, if you want to hear from the man himself, uh, Chris Morgan, White Mass Production, he's got a yes. library of, uh, of his podcast there. So if you want to learn more about what he is, what he's about, what he's done, what he knows... Um, he's an archive when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, he is, and he's got a vast majority of uh, episodes. I mean, he's done everything from talk to uh, Marianne Hagen uh, from H6. He's talked to Daniel Ferens, which was the director of H6. He's talked to a lot of people. That's uh, that's really cool. It's it's a lot of good episodes, man. Hey, he turns he's into a major fanboy on those too. Yeah, Chris Webb. I like it, man. My co-host, my partner in crime. Once again, I can't thank you enough for this. You know, I'm. It, it's that tough decision. Where do you display it at? You know, I want to get another, you know, detoff if not two. And it's like, what do you do? And right now, it's like, you know, I might have it up here, but sometimes I feel like I want to have it. I'll figure it out where it's going to be more visual on these podcasts. You know, I may do some switch arounds and all that but you know hey man it's yours do whatever you want i can't yeah but still i mean it was this is kind of a birth during this podcast you know so not to mention it looks really fucking good on camera so for you individuals out there that enjoy our podcast on youtube you're getting a benefit but then again if you love hearing chris's sexy voice you get the benefits of listening to him on spotify 
you know, Apple, Google, Amazon, and the list goes on and on and on. Because let's face it, if you're out there working your ass off like Chris is, you can't necessarily always watch these podcasts. So you get to use your imagination of what these bad boys look like up close and personal. <laughs> Uh-oh. See, it still looks good when it's out of focus. Technically, it should have been out of focus. All right. Well, yes. as a reminder, love it. love it. I will have the links in the de- in the description box. You guys know where that's at. I'm sure a lot of you know by now. So many YouTubers say description because I still have people at where's the description box. It's below the video. It's basically we'll a box. Yeah. <laughs> and also, fucking thank you, Chris. That is an amazing job, and thank you for offering that to the community. Oh yeah. That's great, man. So, you could do this. You can get a mask from a mask-made company, which I'm not going to tell you not to, because I still, you know, and you can go have it rehauled, or you can contact and have a little patience, because you have to understand, because Chris and I also have thought of, I've talked about this. You know, Chris, you've said it best. They're, they're, these independent mask makers, they're, they, they're not someone that's working in it. They're not, you know, spitting these out mm. like an they're assembly line. They're not a conveyor belt. They're not a machine. They're just normal guys that produce fantastic shit that we love. And, and man, it's just take a little bit of time, get to know these guys. You know, they're, some of them are great dudes, great friends. If you're going to an artist, that's a big thing. Uh, Keep in mind that that artist has their own way of doing it. Don't, you know, as as Scott has said, don't go to one artist and be like, can you make it look like another? That's just, yeah. If you want that other artist, then you're just going to have to go to that other artist. I mean, I'd hate to be kind of an asshole about it, but that's just how it is. That's just the truth, man. It's extremely I'm go, I go to Chris because I want Chris, I want his interpretation of everything. So nine times out of 10, I don't tell him a specific way to do it. I just tell him, dude, I want, I came to you. I want what you offer. You have free reign over whatever you want to do. And it always comes out looking phenomenal, man. Yeah. I may give him like a scene, like, I mean, I'd really like to have this look like hallway scene or phone scene, but. Here lately, I just I just order the mask and just ask him to, you know, can you do this, please? <laughs> do it however you want. And that's the beauty about these. And to give Chris or all these other great artists out there, when you enjoy what they do, you'll be able to enjoy a certain product or like I'll say this one. And there'll be times I'll look at it under different, you know, like, okay, as we all know, the sun rises in the east and it settles in the west. Therefore, you're going to get different shades of light. Well, you'll notice that from a really good mask that you're like, you know what? I think I got the best of both worlds from this one. Naturally, you're still going to want more because that's what hobbyists do. But when you do get it from an artist that you can trust, that you respect, you get the sun rises from the east and it settles in the west where you get all shades of gray on these damn white masks. Holy shit, that sounds like a good thing to put on a t-shirt. And then it's, you know, it, then it comes down to your hands. How well can you light it? How well can you photograph it? You know, Chris has gone so far as to offer like how to 
photograph and how to cosplay these masks. He's he's given tutorials about you know photography. I tell you what, I'm applaud him. I like, would I applaud him on that because I certainly don't have the patience to tell others how to do it. Just I mean, saying, that's, that's that's a little above and beyond. That's not. He wants his mask to look how he envisioned it while he was painting it. So, in that retrospect, it is kind of important to him. But I can't say that I would try to teach anybody photography because I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I, it's above and beyond. It's not like that he charged for those classes, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and once you know it, back. yeah, and once you know it, you'll, you'll get addicted to that too. You do, because you never stop learning about something you love, of course. So, yeah. Well, I am going to, like I said, find an, a perfect place for him to be displayed, you know, all the time on here. I'll probably swap w with one of my other favorites right there because it just looks, this will look so good sitting next to Nick Castle and I. <laughs> mm. Until I get another detail for it. But, you know, my environment here is a, this, this, this studio is a perfect environment for masks because I got a black curtain and it's, when the lights aren't on, this room is dark as hell, so... Yeah, I think it's pretty safe in here. Hell but yeah. we could get into that sort of subject another time, you know, how to protect your masks, how to not to display it, how not to, what not to set it on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, because I think you and I, Chris, definitely want to talk about other things. Because uh, don't Dude, worry, we will just... talk more about horror stuff. But yeah, we've got some other itch that we need to scratch. And I think that a lot of you so out there. That good, man. What's that? That looks so fucking, just as it's sitting right there, that's another happy accident. That looks See, that's another great thing. Right there. When you have a, a collaborator, you know, it's not just a collaborator. <laughs> Let's butcher that. When you have a collaboration like this with Chris buying this, he can always still enjoy it himself personally. I mean, I don't want him yeah, to look at through a camera, it. but in other words, it's like, hey, I bought that bad boy. I could still enjoy it, you know? So That's fucking awesome. So, yeah. It kind of gives you an idea where I think I'll have them sitting at a little bit more over here, but it still has its character, you know. <laughs> I can't have here all the time where I'd always trip over the damn tripod because, trust me, I don't think you can. It's got some wide legs to it. <laughs> so. Um, I love that. I think I'm going to have to order one for myself. <laughs> Or we could Damn. do podcasts together, and I'll just leave it over over the, our our a podcast, or you know, in the same room. <laughs> just leave it there. Oh man. man, yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. I I just can't thank you, and and of course having Morgan uh, be the artist that I I want. Like I said, I gotta respect the artist. Trust me, you just have to reach out to him, have some patience. If he doesn't get back with you right away, Chris has made it very. He's described it perfectly these guys are not assembly lines you know they have families chris mm. morgan definitely has a family he has other responsibilities but he's still very passionate about being a talented i mean artists never quit they never quit but he has bills to pay he has mouths to feed he'll get back with you as soon as he can so please treat him and other artists with the highest respect give them time they will get with you. And the more you treat them with respect, they're going to treat you with the same, if not even more. So and you might, treat these others. You might even gain a new friend out of it. Oh, yeah. You got Chris and Chris. In other words, Morgan and Wells, they've become pretty tight. And it's not just because 
Wells has an addiction of white mass production. <laughs> I am so sorry, Christopher Webb <laughs> or C. Webb. I I didn't catch that. I said Morgan and Wells twice. <laughs> twice. I still can't stop laughing. If, if you think about it, it sounds like either a law firm, Morgan and Wells, come and fix your shit here today, or Morgan and Wells, it's the shit that tastes awesome. <laughs> It's just he shoots the shit with them all the time. So maybe it's my way of saying, Morgan, please join us sometime. We don't always have to talk about this stuff because we could talk about the beers that we love, which I'm being responsible because I have to drive my son home later. We could talk about other movies. You know, we can make fun of The Exorcist that's going to be coming out soon, which I'll talk about that hopefully here in a few minutes. We could talk about Mel Gibson. And what he's doing and how proud you should be of Mel Gibson finally putting some of the other people's names out on the spotlight because it's not just Mel Gibson. Chris, you've been doing the research on this. Who else has been actually saying enough of this shit? We got to stop letting Holly weird being Holly weird. Yeah, that's a loaded topic there, but it, it's getting a little bit ridiculous in Hollywood, folks. Um, a lot of dirt, dirty laundry. Is being aired out. <laughs> I'm sure they've heard about it, but I'll say I've said it before. I'll say it again. I I, lo- I like I love Mel Gibson. I don't care. I think he's passionate. He's a good actor. I love I like his work. I don't know the man in personal life, of course, but I like what he does. And man, a lot of people are really divisive about him. They really, it, I mean it. It's like a, it's like, see, you either love him or you hate him, I think. I don't know him personally as well. Um, I've, I've been a fan of his work since I was, really, I want to say since Lethal Weapon. I mean, he's done stuff before, but it was Lethal Weapon that really got my attention. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, I felt back then, uh, this was before we, had, you know, would get, Marvel on the big screen like we do today, like we did, like X-Men, obviously. But back in the day, I always thought, God, Mel Gibson would have been a perfect Wolverine. Of course, now it's like you can't imagine (laughs) Wolverine being anybody else other than, of course, this is where I screw up and forget the name of the actor who I always spit out when I'm not having the camera on. Hugh Jackman? Thank you. Sorry about that. See, I do that every I, time I, I record. I love Jackman, but if you, I mean, if you think about it, well, Wolverine's supposed to be a short dude. Jackman's like six, two, six, three. I don't even know. Yeah. So just picture Mel Gibson from like back in the day, especially as his character from Lethal Weapon, a short, stocky, hairy guy who's just. Shows uh, that signs that I'm not afraid of anything, a crazy, you know. But that was just yep. the character that he's pulling off. Mel Gibson had some controversy back in the day. But he, you know, he's admitted to his faults. He's admitted that, you know, we're all human beings. Lord knows I have done stupid things in the past and I'll continue doing stupid things, you know. I mean, it's just how it is. You learn from your mistakes, hopefully. But Mel Gibson. I, I, I believe. Every man has uncharacteristic moments in his life that he lets his anger or his passion get to him. Yeah, he probably went too far, but I'd rather be the 
type of person that offers a second chance. Uh, you know, let's try to learn from our mistakes and move on. Let's let's get past it. You can't condemn people forever. But it's, you know, people people mess up. It's people to be human is a, is a, a fallacy. You're you're gonna fail at some point. We're sinners. We're born sinners. I mean, come on. Just gotta help each other out. You know, can't condemn the man forever. Did what he did, and he fucking learned from it. Yeah, and if you're not sure what we're talking about, I'm not going to get into all the details. It's just he had a an unhealthy relationship with his uh, with a woman, and it was known publicly, and he was shunned from it. In fact, he had a hard time getting respectful roles again, but he worked his yes. way back. He's also even criticized for his directoral, you know, or with the, what was it, Passion of Christ? Um, oh, yeah, but then again, cool. when you touch politics and you touch religion, you're pretty much going to be, you're going to have an argument surrounding you. Mel Gibson has just made it very clear. He doesn't give a shit what other people think of him. If you, if he upsets you, chances are you've got, he's gotten your attention. Now he's not deliberately going out there trying to hurt people's feelings, but he's shunning the light on what's been going on. Way too long. We, and, and, and I applaud him for that. And there's others out there that work in the industry that are backing him up. And I applaud them on that. Chris gets upset when his dogs are trying to be on the podcast. And I try to tell him, people love dogs. Don't get upset. Oh, my God. They're insane. <laughs> See? They're backing Mel Gibson right now. They're trying to get their voice across. And what does Mel Gibson love? He loves dogs. And they know it. Look at it. I can see. I'm trying to look at the camera. And I looked out and every once in a while, Chris is like, oh, God, I'm this embarrassed. Is, My dogs are trying to be. And I, and I, anybody's watching right now, they're probably going, we want to see the puppies. Uh, but, yeah, Chris and I go on and on about that. But I do want to I do want to talk to you, Chris, about. <laughs> I'm texting the wife right now. <laughs> He's probably telling him. Wait, are those... you freaking kidding me? I'm about to turn into Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one that's bothered by him right now. Oh shit! You know, other than Chris Morgan's work, White Mass Production, and then we've got your dogs. They're the only true entertainment right here. No offense, Chris. <laughs> So, but speaking of true entertainment, other than Mel Gibson and all that, Chris, I do want to ask you, because I know we can go on and on about that, but let's face it, there's so many others. You and I, uh, I think it was this, about this time last year, or was it the year for hell? I don't know. Um, we were trying to avoid watching a trailer for Halloween Ends because we were hoping that we would get the experience of not being ruined by those damn trailers. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how'd that go for us? Yeah, <laughs> it worked wonderfully. We, we abstained from all of it, and we went through all this hell and dodging <laughs> YouTube and all this other shit just to get completely shit on. <laughs> this guy's saying, just stick to the original. You can't go wrong. That other shit is crap. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, I just... I just insulted all the other Halloween fans. I'm just, you know, it's, I'm just, I'm just messing with you guys. That's all you love what you love. And I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, like you said, 
we just not a fan of Halloween ends, obviously. We hyped it up so big and we did all these other things and it just didn't pan out for us, folks. No. Didn't pan out. So I decided in my mind, to hell with it. We've got the same production, Blumhouse. Mm. We, as we all know, we knew that they were going to do this trilogy with same director, David Gordon Green, probably the same crew, more or less. Working on, as I call a reboot. Now, here recently, it was a week ago, we got the trailer for the Exorcist Believer. Believer. Yeah, I had that song from the Monkees, and then, of course, the band from the 90s that I'm a believer. Stuck in my head every time I say it, the Exorcist Believer. When I saw her face, now I'm a believer. I actually sing a song from a comedian says, when I saw her face, now I'm a retriever. Um, Golden retriever. <laughs> you know what? If, if I may interject here, I'm, I, the irony of that title it's just funny because I'm not a believer. <laughs> David Gordon Green is just doing it to us again. He's got yeah. the same old shit up his sleeve. He's got the, you know, bring back the um the legacy characters. Let's let's mess around in that little pool for a little bit. Let's really get the old crowd and the new crowd in here. Let's get the massive audience. He's, it's, he's got the same formula every time, and it's getting old, man. And to be gonna, fair. I, I guarantee there's going to be all sorts of Easter eggs and and stuff calling back to the original, and he's really trying to cash in and all that. The only person that is shining to me right now is Nelson, Chris Nelson. Yeah. Because he's doing great work. He's His, his effects, his artist, it's all looking great right now, and... And you can tell, I mean, from the poster itself and the trailer, that's what's at the forefront here. That's what David Gordon Green is showing off. Because I think he knows how <laughs> how Swiss cheese his hole is going to be. There's a story. It's, gonna, it's just going to have holes all over the place. And I just... I just I had a flashback a when you said Swiss cheese. It made me think of government cheese. And well, I'm not going to go oh, there. Don't, don't, don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> Uh, no, that that's, post that's I had to I had to do that while it was fresh in my mind. I had to say that because that title is just ironic. Yeah, I, I you know I I feel for every artist out there, whether you're a musician, songwriter, band, whatever. Now movies, that title. I mean, I was struggling just to figure out what are we going to call this podcast, and all of a sudden, Chris sends his text. Meet us in the man cave. God damn, that's perfect. <laughs> so yeah, I had to come up with the. I, I want to say the believer, or but even that doesn't make sense. But believer, yeah, like you, I'm not a believer, um, and I'm not trying to shun David Gordon Green because his portfolio has had some good stuff. I, I just try to put some pros and cons, but. But David Gordon Green, I mean, he's not the only guilty party at this. We got that with our Star Wars, our last trilogy. So many Star Wars fans, like, wait a minute. I feel like I'm watching The New Hope again when they went to go see, you know, um, Star Wars. You know, what was it? The, now I was going to say Star Wars Believer. 
But yeah, it, it's it's laziness as far as I'm concerned. When you have to do another, okay, we had the Exorcist back, what, 73, 74? Hell, I don't remember. It was around that time. And we have all these other reboots. These are, I mean, and then they talk about with this, this actors and this writer strike. Why are writers going on strike when you're copying and pasting shit that's already been done? A great, yes, I know there's some out there that are actually doing original work, and I applaud that. I encourage it. But I just get so sick and tired of this, you know, oh, here we go again. And, of course, you know, there's others that are possibly listening right now. Going, then why are you talking about it? Why are you dwelling on it? Well, you know, if we don't say something or stand up or go on strike, then they're going to continue uh, you know, in other words, folks, when you get to be my age, you're going to be doing the same thing, sitting on your damn high chair or standing on your soapbox going, oh, God, here we go again. But this is our this is our um, this is our movie to be excited about. There's nothing really else coming down the pipeline for Halloween, which is our favorite time of year. This is what this is what we have to look forward to. So we don't we want it done right. That's, I guess, why we're so up in arms about it we're just i know the the reason he did all the easter eggs and, and all the halloweens and stuff like that but it's like just do your own thing be original stop trying to force us into stuff that we've already seen yeah it'd be cool to have a couple little for the true fans like video games do this all the time when they remake a game they'll put in little easter eggs and it's it's like those who were there originally They'll be like, oh, cool. He paid a little homage to it. He paid a little nod to it. That's cool. That's awesome. But don't carbon copy every fucking thing and just essentially remake a movie. Yeah. You can't do that and make it and, and expect it to work. It's not going to work. And we're getting tired of it. Yeah. We're just, it's, it's almost like music trends. I want to say back in the, in the 2000s when it came to your, your top 40. You had artists basically kind of doing the same thing. They were like, I remember at one point I was getting sick and tired of the repetitiveness of, of certain small words or small phrases or one word. I just, maybe you know what I'm talking about. Maybe not, but I, I know I'm not crazy because music's about the only thing that I feel like I have some sense with, even though I'm not a musician per se or, an, you know, a songwriter, but I'm like every song on the radio, it sounds exactly the same. We get tired of it. Just could you imagine eating peanut butter and jelly every damn day of your life? <laughs> My wife can. <laughs> She's about the only person I know. She's probably wanting. No, uh, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because I was going to say she's probably wanting right now. Because right now I'm hungry. I'm thinking, you know, I could probably do a peanut butter and jelly. But yeah, but I think a lot of you, Chris, you obviously. It's yeah, you, you, you're, but you've already you're. I'm repeating what you're saying, but involving peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I just I'm right. tired of it. I'm so sick and tired. I mean, let's face it. Ever since the original Exorcist, they've all any exorcism. I want to say, for the most part, has failed. Some of them, like okay, it's okay if we use this format, but let's not necessarily try to be the sequel to The Exorcist. I think uh, you and uh, the last guest are, yeah, because we've had two guests on here so far. Uh, I think you brought it up with Mr. F Florin Linkus when you guys 
talking about the, uh, I forget which exorcism movie it was. Yeah. Emily Rose. Yes. Jennifer Carpenter's in that. They went through a different pipeline, I guess you can say. And David Gordon Green, I fear, like you and probably others. I mean, granted, yes, we get a different format. We got two little girls, but I'm sorry. In that trailer, which I feel like, which I also want to bring up, why do they have to do three minutes of it? Why do you have to show us too much? Because you know as well as I do, Chris, by the time this movie is released on October, Friday the 13th, I guess that means we're not going to get another Friday the 13th. You know, we're going to have what, four or five trailers for this movie. And I think I, yeah, I did a, a video, which I know I'm not, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, it, get off my chest. The only time I ever get views on that damn YouTube channel, if it's related to this guy right here. But if I talk about anything else, Oh, it's going to suck. <laughs> you guys don't like me. You want that. So I got off my chest. Anyways, I could say it here. Over there, I won't That's do right. That's right. That's right. We can say whatever we want here. Because over here, it's better. It kicks ass. It's not boring. You know? Unboxings are cool. Get, yeah, I get it. They'll still get these guys. I mean, they can still tune in for them. We, we love them just as much. Yeah. Th those but, are the ones know. that, yeah, appreciate the others. But I forget. What the, but, yeah, they're going to have four or five of those damn exorcists. And you're, in other words, by the time you go see it in the theater or watch it on Peacock that night, you're like, well, I've already seen most of this movie already. You know, I've already seen the fucking closet scene. I've already seen him pop out of the fucking closet. God damn it, man. That could have been such a fucking great moment and you shit all over it. Everybody knew, knew it was coming. Damn so it. It's this. I'll recreate that moment the first time you go see Halloween 2018. You may be sitting on the edge, even like my local theater, you get to lounge back, you know. But okay, you got somewhat of an anticipation, but all of a sudden, like, wait a minute. I Oh, I know what's going to happen here. I've already seen it so many times in the trailer. So when there's a big Michael Myers scene, you're like this. You've already seen it. And, and, and let's face it. She, the whole scene, it was 20 minutes in the movie, just leading up to that pretty much. It was that little kid running around, like tell, saying that he's already seen Michael. It's like, oh well, I know where this is going. And then she goes upstairs to, you know, check on things. And then it's like, can you check the closet? And it's like, oh, I fucking know where that's going. And then she tries to close it fucking three times, keeps hitting it. And it was like, oh well, I wonder who's behind that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all blown. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, so that's what I fear with this. Not being a believer as well. That's a good one there. Um, I, 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 of course, I want it to be great. I want them to prove me wrong about this not being a reboot. I, even yep. though the trailer's showing that it's not, but something tells me we're going to get halfway through. And like, I mean, even when the girl's walking into the church, mm. I couldn't help but think about the original one. Spoiler alert, folks. If you've never seen the original Exorcist, there's a scene where Linda Blair playing Reagan walks into her uh, her mom having a party where they're all at a piano singing songs. And then she looks at the, one of the individuals who is an astronaut and she more or less tells the astronaut that you're going to die up there. And she pisses all over the carpet floor. So now we have a trailer that's been released now for a week from the exorcist believer where a little girl walks into a church where it kind of looks like she's walking into a party. And then she starts basically repeating herself Sure, Reagan didn't repeat herself, but there's some familiar, there's vibes that you get. Like, 
I love inspiration, but when you get use too much inspiration over and over and over and over to where it becomes a reboot, then you get old farts like me bitching and moaning all the time doing podcasts, forcing someone who's not quite as old as me going like, well, I guess I kind of have to agree with Scott because I did buy him a white mask. <laughs> it's like, like that's unoriginal. It's like he watched the movie and he's like, okay, how can I reintroduce this, this scene? I know, let's have her walk into a church and say the body and the blood, body and the blood, body Die and the by blood. dawn. Die by like, dawn. Jesus Christ, man, just... There had to be another way you could have done that. Stop yeah. watching the damn movies so much. Come up with something original in your head and fucking be a director and use it. Stop doing the same shit. And the graphic effects? Either that or go back to, go back to making, uh, you know, weed movies. Yeah. <laughs> Your Highness. <laughs> exactly. And I don't if... want to shit all over the guy, but, I mean, he does some great, some good things. I don't want to say he's completely re unredeemable, but, you know, it's just getting... Yeah. Getting played out. It's getting tired. Yeah. I mean, but to be fair, because I, I feel like, in other words, I have to make it... I want to make this very clear... When the directors are working for major productions, they got their hands tied a, a lot. And Rob Zombie has proven that himself. Mm, yeah. You know, he yeah. had to work with those pricks, which are pretty close to the pricks that David Gordon Green's working with now on top of Blumhouse. Because there's a good chance that, you know, because they're the one that's flipping the bill. There's a possibility that David Gordon Green possibly now has a vision and then he creates it. And he already knows what his budget is. And then the next thing you know, after he, sh they did this shot, they did this scene, they did everything they could have done. And the producers who probably weren't even watching the damn dailies, or maybe they're a day behind on the dailies, by the way, if you don't know what that means, folks, they, they, they're watching what had been created. In other words, it's like, technically speaking, after I'm done with this, I should watch everything before I start editing. So they're probably, yeah, and, I, and I, then again, I'm pointing fingers at them. But whenever we as fans are not happy with the film, I, sometimes I have to remind myself, even though I feel that it's the director's responsibility to really help formulate, to help everyone do their job, to create a story, make the actors feel good, show them the direction that you want to go with, with the writer and everything else. It's your job to take care of a lot of these things along with your assistants. But when the producers come in, the Muppet, you know, the puppet masters, if they want to change yeah. things, I mean. Same thing with music. Yes. <laughs> fuckers. Oh, God. Ted Tippleman <laughs> and Eddie Van Halen. Oh, God. See, I could go there, but I won't. That's they could a, have an amazing piece of music written. And sure enough, those fuckers will come in and be like, I don't like it. You're not releasing that. <laughs> and that's, uh, I think, what a lot of, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong about this here. So you're more more welcome to correct me on this. But that's where I feel that the production of Halloween 6 didn't oh, win yeah. over a large audience because the production got way too involved with telling others how to do their job. Because from what I understand, and Chris, you know it better than I do, if we had received what we should have received from the writer and the director... That H6 would have just been a huge, it would probably would have been 
Here's the list of people's. Okay, I have a hard time deciding what I love more, the original Halloween or H6. Yeah, I'm I'm not as knowledgeable as say like a, a Morgan on that, a Chris Morgan. He could sit here and he can tell you every little intricate detail. Um I really know most of my H6 lore from Morgan when watching his his podcast, but uh yeah, they had a lot of problems. Um it was rewrite after rewrite, and Daniel yeah. Ferens was getting into a big, big issue where the, his movie was almost unrecognizable by the end of it because they wanted so many different changes. And as you as you mentioned, we've seen that with Zombie, Rob Zombie, um, mm-hmm. how much they changed his movie. I, it, it's they derail everything. So you're completely right there. It's tragic and it's uh, really sucks to see, but they do. They do that. And at the end of the day, you have to think about your career, your future, your family. You have to be careful of what you say, because if you say something just wrong, even though it makes you look like a fool in the end, because Rob Zombie certainly has looked like a fool, because in the very beginning, 2007, he's saying one thing, but then here it is. 20 some years later, not even that really. Sorry, boy. I, it, might, it feels like 20 years later. It's like Rob. Yeah. Okay. You're saying one thing. And then it's, it's, it's like, who, what am I supposed to believe? But then again, you have writers and editors that can make it all look like it's something else. Don't you know believe what, everything you've seen here. I can say, that trilogy. I don't think we would have got that trilogy if Mustafa was still here. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that completely. He just saw that. This pile of shit coming down, and he'd have been like, "Hell no!" Because doing that to my boy, we all there. You go, absolutely. I understand if you want to have a, a a bookend. I get that, but Mustafa would have not allowed that to happen. If if Donald Pleasance were alive today, even though he's just an actor, I can't even yeah. I, I can't even see Donald Pleasance agreeing ending the way that it did. But it is what it is. It, it, you know as well as I do. It could be Halloween. Um, this is no offense to you, Friday the 13th fans or, or Freddy fans or Evil Dead fans, which I think Evil Dead's kicking ass when it comes to, you know, Evil Dead. In other words, every Evil Dead movie has been good. I, I really liked Evil Dead Rises. But anyways, Halloween's king. It is. It, it's just king. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but the reality of it is... Unless we get bored, the, the the society itself gets completely bored with Halloween and, and they stop making money, there will be another Halloween film. It may not be for another 10 years, but there will be another Halloween film, a, a serious production film like there's been in the past. Will it be good? That'll be up to the creators. Will they try to attack it in an original format? I hope so. But will they make it, make it original with Michael? Of course, you got to. You can't make a Halloween. It's like for me as a Star Wars fan, it agi- it aggravates the shit out of me when you can't do something with Darth Vader. Even though I understand yeah. why he's gone, but dear Lord Disney, can you do a Darth or Darth Vader? Obi Wan was fantastic. Do a Darth Vader. I know I'm kind of going off the rim there. My point of it is, you can't kill the boogeyman. Evil doesn't die. I know I'm butchering the lines, but you get my point. No, it it changes shape. I bet when he wrote that, he was like, oh, fuck. I just, I just, 
And have I light mass re- productions make a mask for <laughs> I you. I just reinvented the wheel. <laughs> I just changed the whole fucking game right now. This is what I did. And it just did not go in his favor. I'm going to see if I can get him to breathe into the microphone. I, I can add in sound effects later. <laughs> oh, he, he didn't like it. He didn't like mine. Oh, oh, we could do a recut and action. No, no, no. I'm, I'm ashamed now. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do another Halloween film, let's have let's have White Mass Productions take care of it because we want to bring back the original. Just saying. Or we could have something like what Mr. Florin Linkus has done, where he's creating a really true OG 45 mask from, and he's showed so much from Facebook to Instagram and talked about it. See, you folks will see that video coming up soon here on Meet Us in the Man Cave, where we have a special guest from Germany where he has created the hero, what it really should look like 40 years later. And I know a lot of fans out there has witnessed that mask themselves. I want to say back in 2017 when the release of that photo from the guy who owns the, uh, you know, what Dick Warlock originally had. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, of course. Yes, I'll put in the link, of course, the links in the description box how you can find Foreign Linkus. Because I believe by the time we get this podcast up, that giveaway will still be going on. But it's not just about getting the giveaway and all the products that you can buy on his website. He obviously will have pre-orders to where you yourself can invest into a shape mask of what it really should look like 40 years later. Not shunning what Christopher Nelson's done. You know, he's he also has rules that he has to apply by. And he, he knocked it out of the park with what he created, especially that flashback mask. <laughs> I will never understand. They won't tell us because there was another episode where Sean Clark goes and visits with uh, Tommy Lee Wallace. By the way, if you haven't seen that, uh, Chris, I don't know if you have. Sean Clark goes and visits Trick or Treat Studios again, this time with special guest Tommy Lee Wallace. And to give it props on Trick or Treat Studios, and I haven't had the most healthiest situation in the past with someone but I will say it now to be respectful. Like I said, if you can't say something nice and don't say anything at all, Chris Zephyro, he was very cool during this video that Sean Clark did. He, he, you could tell he was very excited about Tommy Lee Wallace visiting him. And uh, I really recommend that if you haven't seen it yet, uh, you guys got to go check out that video. Uh, just it's, it's, it's really cool to see uh, just Tommy Lee Wallace being there and, you know, he's showing Tom, he's Zephyro showing Tommy everything, and he's giving him all kinds of stuff from Halloween 3, and it's, it's pretty cool. So, nice. Nope, I have not seen that. I don't have to watch that. Yep. Um, it's about a 45-minute long video. So, yeah, it's uh, for so all you trick-or-treat studio fans out there. Um, you got to go check it out, especially from a – it's the best of both worlds. You got your trick-or-treat, your Tots fans, and for me – if it wasn't for Tommy Lee Wallace, we wouldn't have had this guy right there. So you, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know what, Chris? I think we nailed it. Thank you once again for this guy right here. The you are welcome, sir. 78 Econ White Mass Productions, or I should state it as WMP, a.k.a. White Mass Productions, created by Christopher Morgan himself. I guarantee you... You are going to 
get this at a much more affordable price than most artists that are doing rehauls. I can't promise you on all of it, but from what I've seen, you're getting a, well, a much better quality mask. Sorry, I'm being rude there. I think you get my point. Just contact mm -hmm. him. Be patient. He will get back with you. I mean, look what Chris has. That ought to tell you. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, we will talk more about the exorcist because we are so much believers down the road. No, <laughs> I am not. Yes. Let's let's Chris, you've talked about it. When the, when the exorcist believer, when it's available on Peacock, let's do a watch along with that. Yeah. Let's really dump on it. Let's really <laughs> take that thing down the fucking road. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it may turn out decent. You never know. You, you, you never know. We'll see. I know. That's, a, that's, that's, the, that's the same thing we said for fucking multiple years yeah. when that trilogy was going down. Oh, one more thing before Chris and I do, and I, I just want to remind myself, I'm going to try to get this uploaded before next weekend. Chris, if there's nothing going on between you and I, because obviously we've got some busy schedules in our personal life. Uh, it doesn't need to be shared with the world. And I think mature people out there get it. Um, if we can next weekend, and I'll try to share some more next weekend, Chris and I are going to attempt to do a live stream. At least if you still want to, that is Chris. I want to. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> If we go into it random or if we go into it with a topic, I don't care what it is. I, I mean, you know, just get out there. Just uh, talk to some people. I think it'd be cool. You know what? Now that I think about it, I need to check YouTube real quick. Well, not now because, you know, my other YouTube channel, I could easily do live streams. I don't know what the rules are. You know, do you have to have a certain amount of subscribers in order to do live stream? I'll have to double check that. So I want to make that clear right now. I won't edit anything out. If we don't do a live stream next week, it's because I got scared or YouTube said that we don't have enough subscribers yet. So there's a good opportunity for you to get your ass to subscribe to this channel. Just tickle that button. It's, it, or, you know, remember the scratch and sniff? If you mm -hmm. scratch and sniff that subscribe button here on this YouTube channel, It'll come out smelling like what smells underneath this mask right here. It's a true story, and I'm sticking to it. That would be great. <laughs> yes. So hopefully um, we're allowed to, because I know there used to be you had to have so many subscribers before you could do a live stream. And, uh, of okay. course, we could, we're going to also try to live stream. I don't know how it works exactly yet, but live stream with simultaneously with YouTube and Facebook. And that'll be with our wonderful service, Riverside.fm. And we'll even be able to put a link in, and in, 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 I'll put it in the comment section as well to where you could click in and actually call in to be a part of that live stream video. Not just leave comments there, but, you know, you can actually click that link, call in to be a part of what we're doing. Yep. I think that's pretty cool. Shoot the shit. Drink some beer. That's right. Drink some beer. Or and uh, and shit on shit on Exorcist or or, or praise it or and praise their minds or you know say hey I got a, I got a hold of some white mass production stuff what do I do now well talk to Chris Morgan duh well I'm done here 
Yep. Let's call it. Let's call it, and hopefully we could do a live stream, and we'll talk about whatever Chris wants to talk about. Those are the rules. Yep. We have to, whatever he wants to talk about. If you say, Scott, shut the fuck up. Let's let Chris talk more. Then I'll have to shut up the whole time and let him do the live stream. Hit that fucking button. Chris and I want to thank you for listening or watching Meet Us in the Man Cave. Since you enjoyed watching us, make sure you want to tell all your friends about us. Subscribe today and click on that notification bell. It's going to be helping you being reminded when our next episode is uploaded or even possibly a live stream video. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. You can listen or download to Meet Us in the Man Cave on your favorite podcasting app, available to stream or download so you can listen to us all you want, whenever you want. For more information, go to meetusinthemancave.podbean.com.